Welcome to the Kill Rock Podcast. This is episode 43 with Joshua Weidling from Digital Tour Bus. This is the part one of the interview with him. We're going to have part two on Thursday. But before we get started, I want to let you guys know that the Kill Rock Podcast today is brought to you by Audible.com. AudibleTrial.com forward slash Kill Rock is your place to get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook download. AudibleTrial.com slash Kill Rock. like lions with the song trust me off their these hands ep re-released on tooth and nail records go pick it up go pick it up now we'll have a link to their itunes in the description box below hearts like lions the inaugural guest of the kill rock podcast if you want to listen to that interview 
go back in time all the way to July 21st and listen to the inaugural episode of the Kill Rock Podcast with Hearts Like Lines. Thank you guys for joining us this week. This week we have two episodes that we're going to release. All of it dedicated to digitaltourbus.com. We had Joshua Weidling come on to the show and we talked and talked and talked and talked for about an hour and a half, almost an hour, 40 minutes. So because of that, you decided, you know, let's just release two episodes this week, two part interview featuring Joshua Weidling. And yeah, we've done this before where we've had an interview that, or at least I've recorded an interview that has gone about hour and a half to two hours. But for the most part in those two hours, a lot of the content was kind of, eh. but with Joshua, everything's on point. Everything is informative. We are going to not just talk about his favorite videos that he's done for Digital Tour Bus. He's going to drop some knowledge about the tech industry and the social media industry regarding YouTube, Daily Motion, and Vessel. He also has a great perception of what the music industry is like. And when we get to part two, this is going to be in part two, uh, he's going to talk about his worst experiences doing interviews so stay tuned for that stay tuned for the interview uh part one and part two we have some great jams for you today we had hearts like lions we're gonna have another jam from prepared like a bride in just a moment but before we do that thank you guys so much for downloading and liking and subscribing and yada 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 for our podcast last week featuring levi McAllister, levi the poet you guys blew it up, and we want to thank you guys so much. Just you all checking out the Kill Rock Podcast is an honor for us. If you want to help support the Kill Rock Podcast and keep spreading the word, go to the rate and review section in iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic. Leave a rate and review. Let us know what you think of the show. Also, share it with your friends. Let them know about the Kill Rock Podcast. If they're fans of Haste the Day, Silent Planet, Dayseeker, Levi the Poet, Hotel Books, if they're fans of Volumes and all those bands, we have had them on the show and we're going to have more amazing bands just like those in the coming future and even more industry people like Joshua Weidling, like Kevin Lyman. We are busting our butts to give you the best content out there in the podcast world share it with your friends if you want to help support the kill rock podcast financially go to your safari or your uh, firefox or internet explorer or chrome wherever you go whatever browser you use make sure you check out audibletrial.com slash kill rock over 150,000 titles to choose from and you get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook download. And every time you sign up on audibletrial.com slash killrock forward slash killrock, it helps. They send some cash to the Killrock podcast so we could pay our bills, so we could set up merchandise, so we could set up more and more things so we could provide more content for you, the listeners of the Killrock podcast. Also, if you want to... Uh, donate, contribute anything to the Kill Rock podcast. Go to the donate button in our news section. We actually had an avid listener, Stephen Kelly, donate some cash to us. We want to thank you so much, Stephen. We are going to have something for you in the mail sometime soon. 
So, if you want to check out the Kill Rock Podcast, you want to keep us going, either hit that donate button. That is not really, you know, we have it there. You can do it if you want. But for sure, check out audibletrial.com slash killrock. Now we are going to get to a jam. We are going to play a song from one of our favorite guests here on the Kill Rock Podcast. We had him on the show a couple weeks ago with his new band, Wasim Bazi and Brandon White. They're in the band Traveler. This is a Traveler song off their new EP, debut EP, that was released March 27th. This is Wasted Arrows here on the Kill Rock Podcast. Oh, how you talk is Podcast. Today we have a special guest. He is uh, another. Oh, whoa. 
And he is another YouTube guy. We had Tim Kayam a couple weeks ago. Now we have Joshua Weidling from Digital Tour Bus. Joshua, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Just, uh, you know, uh, nice relaxing day. No video shoots today. So You started Digital Tour Bus uh, a couple years ago. How many episodes do you have right now? So Bus Invaders, the main series, okay. has... Ah, I gotta check. It's like in the the top seven hundreds. Uh, let's see. I'll click through and just grab that exact number. Uh, I think it's like uh, I would say like I think it's like seven eighty somewhere on there. Okay. I don't know. I I just upload videos. I don't even keep track anymore. Now, what made what made you decide to do digital tour bus? Because I know Bus Invaders. That's kind of like your version of like cribs. But obviously, tour yeah. buses. Uh, what gave you this idea to be able to, to do this stuff? So, I was a freshman in college in 2008, and uh, I was I had booked shows throughout high school, and uh, I went away to school, couldn't really book concerts anymore, and I was looking for something to do to keep myself busy, even though college is you know busy enough most of the time. Um, and I just had the idea, and I decided just to roll with it. I mean. You, you never you you only can regret the things you don't try. Sure. So um, so yeah, I, I just gave it a shot, and uh, and it's funny is is a lot of people know us for Bus Invaders, but right. the site is the digital tour bus used to be Bus Invaders mm-hmm. until I rebranded it in two thousand and I think it was two thousand and eleven or twelve, um, which. I had already been doing it for a few years at that point, and it just got to the point where I was looking to expand outside of just doing the tour bus videos and 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 start doing a couple other things. And I was like, "Man, I really, I really need to make a little, a couple of changes with branding in order to make that happen and not confuse people." So right. uh, I made the switch, and and people love the name Bus Invaders. It's it, I actually like the name Bus Invaders better than Digital Tour Bus, but. Uh, <laughs> So I'm glad I made the switch because people, a lot of people know us just for bus invaders, which is right. weird to me. So, cause we do so much other stuff. That's right. Cause you guys do uh dream tours. You do, uh, what else do you do? You guys do a lot of crazy things. Um, Dreams. yeah. Yeah. So, so we have like five, like Q and a style series, uh, tour tips, top five dream tour, crazy tour stories, tour pranks and pre-show rituals. And we eat, we release, two videos for each of those every week. Okay. And then, uh, Boston Beaters usually has, uh, three to four episodes every week. And then we have cooking at 65 miles per hour, which is the new series. Yeah, and I, I saw one of those today. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two are cooking. It's awesome. I, it's like my new favorite series that I'm doing, uh, because sometimes I get to eat the food. Um, and, uh, it's just hard to find bands that cook, but we do that. And then we do the life of tour, which is our day in the lifestyle series where I literally will follow around a band for six to eight hours and film their entire day. And I really like that one too. It's just really draining to film that one. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's the main gist. And we also do a lot of written stuff for the website, but those right. are the videos we do. You have some crazy, crazy big bands like Megadeth and you just recently had Echo Smith. Uh, well, that was for Warp Tour. That was before they yeah. got crazy big. Um, yeah. But you had a ton of crazy bands on there. How do you gain, I guess, their trust to be able to follow them around all day like that? Um, it's, I mean, it's improved over time. Uh, I mean, I would say at the beginning, and I posted this, Dennis, on Facebook about this earlier today, actually. Oh. The be- at the beginning, 
people thought I was nuts. Like, you know, it was just, I was an 18 year old kid with a camera that I just bought and like trying to get on tour buses. Like who would have thought, you know? (laughs) And I mean, I still, and people don't realize this. I still get probably 80 to 90% no when I asked to invade the tour buses. So uh, it's just a lot of requesting, kind of crossing your fingers, hoping that they'll give me a shot. Um, and and you, you land some lucky ones sometimes. Right. Like, uh, I mean, Megadeth, you said that. That was a lucky one that I kind of, a lot of them are right place, right time, in the right market. Um, there's maybe a lull in press that day, or uh, maybe the band, they actually pitched it to them and they actually liked the concept, which is a lot of the time these days. Um, like I, when I filmed the matchbox 20, that was kind of like, uh, more of a surreal moment than ever for me. Um, because I mean, that band has experienced more success than I could ever dream of experiencing. And, and like on one song too. I mean, I mean, I mean, (laughs) they have a bunch of songs. They've they've sold 30 million records. I mean, I don't, uh, no, yeah, you can't judge. You can't judge. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and honestly, I listened to them growing up, so that was a big deal for me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you, you find the right people to work with you. And I mean, for, for requesting, it's always through, you know, it's uh, whether it's the label or management or publicity, uh, it's through one of those areas, mainly publicity, um, because they schedule press, uh, and that's kind of, kind of, that's kind of what I do. Um, um, but yeah, and, and it's just, it's a lot of back and forth trying to convince people to do something they don't really want to do that much, which is take some, take a camera inside of a place that no one really gets to go. And that's the reason I get no's. And I can't, and, and I go on a lot. I'm going to go on another, uh, another little tangent here. That's cool. Cause that's what I do. No, and, are great. Uh, and, uh, and say that, um, if, if I didn't, force people to film bus invaders whereas like every time a band only wants to film like dream tour tour tips or something like that so, some of my shorter stuff um i would have never been able to develop bus invaders right. uh, if a band says that they don't want to show up their bus but they're willing to do my q a style segments i tell them no because if they're not willing to do something that makes what i do special then i'm not willing to go out and do it and i and and people will say that uh, that might be foolish, but I've had so many bands say, tell me, no, say that they're only willing to do Q and a style segments. I tell them I'm not willing to come out. And then they say, all right, we'll show off our bus. Right. So, uh, it, a lot of times it just ends up being, uh, uh, a thing that you, you kind of have to force them into doing something that is cool and a little bit different. And, uh, and I can't really compare the kind of acts that a lot of other, you know, YouTubers or webs, you know, media websites get because of what I'm doing is asking them to to let me inside of their personal area, right. and so I, I try not to get mad when I see a competitor get an act that I've been striving to get forever. Um, but it happens. I mean, there's days where I'm like, man, I really wish I could have gotten that act, and they got them. Um, but I always have to remind myself that. I'm requiring them to show off their bus, their van, whatever they're touring in. And that's not always something that they're willing to do. That's so. good. That, that, that type of patience. That's something I had to learn too. been doing interviews since like 2011 too, but more so with this podcast since last year. And there was a time when, uh, Emma Rosa was doing the tour with yellow card and I had to wait until the actual day 
to uh, that, you know, to find out if I'm going to be able to go. And I don't know about Chicago. It seems like uh, the L.A. area is a lot harder to get into shows because of the area we're in. But I wasn't able to go because the tour manager said, no, no one could come in, whatever. And then I found out one of my buddies got in and did an interview with them. And I was like, damn it. You know, I lost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, get, it gets you sometimes. L.A., I, I've been told a million times that I need to move to L.A. or – to one of the, the the really big hubs for music, and I'm like, man, I don't think so. No, be, no, and actually, and here's a perfect example. And Chicago is a big market too. Okay, uh, and so Chicago, I run into that all the time, where lists are full, press schedules are full, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, I actually have been contemplating moving to a smaller market. Yeah. Um, just with, so I'm the only game in town mm-hmm. um, it, when they come through, and and actually that's. It's funny that that we're talking about this because uh, my buddy, uh, I'm buddies with Brian Stars. Okay. He runs a huge YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. If, I don't know if your stuff. listeners. Yeah, doing the work yeah. stuff and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm not sure if your your listeners are familiar with him, but uh, he he's from Nebraska mm-hmm. and filmed mainly in Omaha, a very 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 small market uh, in terms of press. Uh, your only game in town there is you know local media or him. Yeah, right. so um, he was able to grab those bands like, you know, like Avenge Sevenfold and um, like and a lot of bands in their prime that I'm, you know, that I'm just grabbing now because he was in a market that the the, the bands were bored. <laughs> <laughs> they were in town. It didn't really matter, and not to not to take any credit away from him because he's right. obviously worked at it for a while. But oh yeah. Um, he was in a market that allowed him to to be able to get these bands and and make sure that they had time for him and he and that he's known for his long interviews his hour long plus interviews where a lot of times even in Chicago I'm fighting for 20 minutes right. with a band and that's not even 20 minutes on yeah. camera that's 20 minutes set up yeah. uh Same explaining here. what I'm doing filming everything I need to film and get off um so so yeah it's that has a lot to do with the market you're in has a lot to do with who you get. And LA is probably the worst. I would never be in LA or New York. And, and with, the, with, with the internet and YouTube and stuff, I'm going to actually ask why you got into YouTube. Uh, but with, with the internet, the way it is, you could freaking, you could, if, if shows go out to Alaska, you could set up your YouTube channel out there and you could get any band, every band that goes out to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. But Alaska is like, you know, no one's uh, going to go to Alaska. You know, I was, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, uh, I mean, Wisconsin is a market I hit sometimes cause it's not too far like Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin. Um, and that's been a, I've been contemplating those markets for a while, uh, because, uh, maybe living in between the two or something, because, uh, Every time a request for a bigger band up there, I always get them. That's where I got Megadeth. I got them in Milwaukee. I didn't get them in Chicago. Okay. Uh, they they passed on me in Chicago. They confirmed for me in Milwaukee. So, uh, but that, that that band was obviously big enough for me to be worth you know traveling that far. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it, market is a lot has a lot to do with who you grab. So you're basically telling me to drive six hours to Arizona and go talk to. Bands. I'm telling you to live in Arizona. <laughs> That's what I'm telling now, you to far, do. How far is Milwaukee from Chicago? Um, from where I live, which yeah. is Chicago suburbs. Okay. Um, uh, it's about a little over two hours from oh, okay. me. Um, it's not, it's not too bad. Madison's two and a half. 
Um, yeah, and I'll hit the, you know, there's Rockford, Illinois, and Joliet, Illinois, which aren't huge markets, but they, they do get their acts once in a while. I'll, I'll have, I'll send out stuff for those markets once in a while too. So, well, your channel's been online for since 2009. So you went to YouTube kind of around the time it started booming. What made you decide to actually, you know, stay on YouTube and, you know, keep everything going from there? So funny thing is, I had had the channel since 2009. Right. I didn't start uploading to the channel until 2012, I believe. Oh, okay. So, and that's, oh man, we're getting a lot of long stories here. Um, so <laughs> That's why it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I actually, I was late to the YouTube game, in my opinion. Okay. I think if I was around when, you know, Brian Stars was doing his channel at first, I think that I would have... 10 to 20 times the subscribers that I have now. Uh, when I started hitting the YouTube market in 2012, that was like peak. Mm. And, and every, it was so hard. It's, it's still, it's a fight every, every day to get new subscribers and, and even to have your current ones watch your videos. Um, and actually, I would say the video, the, the online video market is developing just as fast technology-wise as the music industry was probably five years ago. Okay. So you're, you're seeing a lot of new competitors pop up. You're seeing a lot of, uh, just, just flat, just huge competition to YouTube. YouTube is, is, is the, the best game in town, but it's not going to be the only game in town soon. Um, and so my videos not only go up on YouTube, but they go up on daily motion which is the French video site that Yahoo tried to buy last year, okay. which not quite as big as YouTube, but they're, they're massive in Europe. And uh, they are, I mean, not as big as YouTube's the third largest site in the world. It's really hard to be as big as YouTube. Um, right. They're like top 100 in the world. So um, in terms of traffic. And so, yeah, my videos all go up in there. And on YouTube, I have... Man, I don't even know any of these stats. I think I have like seven and a half million views on my YouTube videos. Um, where on Daily Motion, I have like almost nine hundred thousand. So oh, it's wow. not quite as much, but I've only been on there since two th- late two thousand and thirteen. Now, so, are you getting mo- are you getting the uh, the the are you getting cash from Daily Motion? Uh, yeah, not as much, but I yeah. mean, it, it, I, I get a well, check once in a seven, while. It's not 7 million views. So yeah, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, and so this year for video is expanding past daily motion. That was, that's daily motion has been a staple for a while. It's just hitting peak in the U S market now. Okay. Um, because they've got a, a lot of great exclusive content that they're, they're, they're doing exactly what YouTube's doing. They're, they're, they're signing big contracts with people from television to develop shows on their net on exclusively for them. And, and so they've done stuff with, uh, that, that chef Mario Patali, mm. uh, a few shows with him for daily motion exclusives. Um, and every big serious YouTuber is also on daily motion. Uh, so you're going to get the same content on both sites. I prefer YouTube to daily motion personally, mm. because I, I, I think the, the, the experience is better than daily motion, but, uh, there's also Facebook video is, is starting to hit its prime now. Uh, and is expecting, to have ad units at some point this year on, you know, some, not if not all of their videos. So you're going to be seeing a lot of people on there because the payouts are going to start coming in, um, just like a YouTube revenue split. Uh, 
Yahoo is ready to is getting ready to. I mean, theirs has been rumored forever is ready to launch their video service, and it's rumored it's going to be through Tumblr, which makes complete sense because they bought that site for a billion dollars, and I guarantee they're not they haven't made that money back. Um, so so yeah, you've got Yahoo doing their video service. You got. Uh, Facebook doing their video service. Then you've got big upstarts like Vessel, who was started, which was started by the the old Hulu CEO, uh, and they have a bunch of money. And my videos will be on there um, as well, uh, starting soon. Well, it's in beta right now, right. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it, it's it's going to be interesting to say the least. Um, man, I could t- I could talk about these topics forever. <laughs> um, well, at least you're staying up in the game in your field. I mean, you're not not even just uh in the the interviewing game or the music scene. You're you're keeping up to the, you know, what's going on uh, online. You have to. Yeah. I mean, if you're not learning daily about I I I use Feedly. That's my app of choice for mm-hmm. for for blog reading. And I subscribe to all the industry blogs for both, uh, you know, YouTube slash online video and music industry stuff. And I do tech stuff too because you'll never you'll see social networking stuff posted on, you know, TechCrunch and right. uh, and uh, I also read Mashable. That's kind of more for fun, but they have techie stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it you have you have to have to have to. And if you're not, you're done. You're dead. You're dead before you even start because. Uh, there's there's just too much competition and too many things happening at once to uh, to not pay attention to all the things that are happening. So yeah, yeah, you, you just if you're if you're listening to this and you develop online content, no matter what industry you're in, you better be paying attention to what I mean. The biggest companies didn't get there without paying attention to their competitors and uh, upstarts and. Uh, you know, and, and just expanding outside of what they're doing. Everyone's successful for a reason. Right. I'm just trying to get successful. <laughs> no, you're the only one that's actually going onto people's buses and doing this, right? You're the only, you literally like not even the only game in town in Chicago getting on people's buses, but you might be the only person in town or in the world that's able to do this stuff. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to shout out specific competitors that I have, Okay, but, um, there is a TV show that, that I think copied me. They came up quite a few years after I had been invading buses. I've been doing, I, I mean, I just hit my five year anniversary for the website. So that means I've been posting videos of people showing off their buses for over five years now. Um, I spent a year developing the concept. So I've been doing this six years. And this competing television show came in about a year and a half ago. They don't do that many episodes. They focus mainly on really, really large acts because they're on television. Right. And they do a lot of country and radio rock. And they're not going to want Phineas on there. No, they're not going to want Phineas. They they don't even know who Phineas is. Um, (laughs) And they don't even want to know who Phineas is. They don't don't even want – I mean, they they wouldn't even approach some of the bigger acts that I've gotten um, for doing stuff like this. And uh, they do a little bit different. They put their own spin on it. They have a host who's terrible. Um, (laughs) Do you you judge hosts? Do you like literally like just go on YouTube and watch these videos and just be like, why is this guy doing what he's doing or this girl doing what she's doing? Um, I, I don't even judge. I just don't hit the subscribe button and I never come back. <laughs> it's, if you're not, if you're not good at your job, don't do it. Right. I mean, I don't get in front of the camera for a reason. 
I'm not good in front of the camera. Right. Uh, and so I, I don't know. I mean, I get people want to try and, 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 uh, and get better and stuff, but if you've been doing it for a while and you're doing the same thing and you're not getting any better, then just stop it. (laughs) I don't need, I don't need another competitor who's going to take even, uh, two views away from me, uh, because those two views every day or every single video is gonna, it's gonna rack up over time. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, and, and that actually brings me back that that uh, that vessel service that was started by the the old Hulu CEO. Um, they're they're going to be like the HBO for online video. That's oh. their that's their goal. They're not allowing everyone to sign up for accounts. They're taking the best content content available on the internet and making it viewable in one platform in the best quality possible. And they. Uh, and a lot of the videos, including digital tour buses videos have a 72 hour exclusive window. So my videos will be up there three days in advance compared to every other service. So they're, and they have a lot of big, I'm like the smallest person that they've got. Like, and and that's because I reached out to them. I mean, I'm sure a lot of other people did, but they liked my content a lot and they're like, let's bring it over. And so I, you know, my videos will be on there and in, 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 they're going to, they're trying to take care of the clutter a little bit. They're trying to clean, clean up what you, the mess that YouTube is. Um, and, uh, it, it's just really hard to even decide for yourself what you're going to watch on YouTube these days, because if you search, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, sleeping with sirens interview. Yeah. Uh, you'll get a million actually, videos. You know what? Actually not, not bad talking them at all, but let's talk about a band that does a lot of interviews. Uh, Memphis Mayfire does a ton of interviews. Um, they, which yeah. I love those guys. I yeah. mean, they, they've worked, I've been working with them since Maddie first joined the band in 2010. So that was when I first filmed with them. Um, if you search Memphis Mayfire interviews on YouTube, you're going to get a crap ton of stuff. And my, my videos come up pretty high in those search results, but there's a lot of people doing interviews that I consider subpar, but you know, it's, it's, it's not really, if the views are there, then it, then it's I'm, my opinion's wrong then because uh, that's what people want to watch. Obviously, people are watching, but um, but yeah, there's there you'll you'll see all the different kind of people people that just do interviews in the underground music scene. I'm not even talking about popular music. Right, that's a whole nother story. That, that's a whole nother you know uh, uh, game, and I'm trying to game that industry right now too, um, and convince all the the popular radio acts to film with me. Uh, that's not always the easiest. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's, yeah, there's just, there's just a lot of choice. And I think a service like Vessel, especially being as well-funded as they are, uh, and those fund and you can just search Vessel funding and you'll find out how much money they have. Um, they'll do a job, a good job of cleaning up the internet for people to view. No, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Uh, what is your musical background? Like, why did you want to interview bands? So, like I said earlier, um, I booked concerts first. Right. So I was, um, I was a sophomore in high school when I, when I started promoting bands. Right. And I'm, I'm putting up air quotes right now. No, Um, this, this is, uh, and I could see them. Yeah. 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 But the (laughs) listeners cannot see these air quotes that I'm putting up right now. Um, and, uh, they, I promoted bands back on the, in the MySpace days, where all you needed was, you know, your own artist uh, account and right. you could put songs on there and uh, send out messages and 
bulletins and whatever, you know, all the different stuff that MySpace was able to do. Um, and, uh, and by the way, I miss those days. Those were the easy days. Um, and, uh, less clutter. Yeah. Uh, or, or people were all in the same place. There wasn't 20 social networks that people were divided between. That, okay. Yeah. That's true too. I would say there's more clutter in social networks than there is. <laughs> there's always been a clutter of content. Right. It's just, it used to just be concentrated in one place. Um, and so back in those days, it was easy to get people to come out to shows. Um, and, uh, and so I, I just started by helping bands promote their shows. Then I was approached by a local promoter. and was like, Hey, like you have a big following. It seems like, you know what you're doing. Um, like I want to give you a place where you can book shows. I'm like, awesome. Let's do it. Started booking shows when I was, I think a junior in high school and between my junior and senior year, I booked like 80 concerts, average attendance of 200 plus people each show. Um, and it was a blast. And I went to college and I was like, I need to find something else to do. So, and I just came up with the idea. I mean that my musical background, I have no music talent, (laughs) which is why I've always been in the background of music. Um, I've never been, I have a huge fear of being on stages. Um, microphones specifically, I hate talking to microphones. Um, and so, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's kind of my background in, in the music business. Cause I have never been a part of the music side. I've always been on the business side. Right. No, uh, and that, you know, being scared of microphones, that's, that is a good reason to stay behind a, a camera. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not scared of the, I mean, people always, <laughs> people always say like, man, how do you like stay professional in front of all these bands and stuff? And I'm like, they're just, first of all, to me, they're just people. Right. They're not like, I think they're doing something cool. Music is cool. I love music. And, uh, that's why I want to bring their stories to light. Um, but, but they're just at the end of the day, people, and they know that it's the fans that kind of, yeah, it's probably since they haven't been exposed to them as people, they've been exposed to them as these, these figures, there's these larger than life figures on these massive stages and watching them every night that they don't understand that when they get off that bus, they're, 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 they still got families. They got the, you know, they got friends and those family and friends, don't really care if they go on stage every night. They're, right. they're going to, you know, they're just normal people to those people um, and to anyone that knows them. And so, so yeah. And, and a lot of people say they envy my job where I spend 90% of my time in front of a computer. Right. Um, and I would say, you know, 8%, the other 8% of that time is driving to the video shoots and waiting for the bands and less than 5% is actually with the bands. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, but it is cool. I love my job. Uh, that's why I do it. Um, I, I I could be doing other things. I have you know a, I have a bachelor's degree in, in business marketing. I could I could go out and do other things, but I love what I do, even if it takes grinding it out every single day uh, to try to to make something bigger and better for the future. You know, you have to put in the work, and I'm willing to do it. So uh, you know, uh, I don't even know where we started. Where did this question start? <laughs> are you basically are you a musician? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm not. Okay, so short answer, I'm not. And we'll get back to Joshua in just one moment, but before we do that, we got to make a couple of plugs. First, we got to plug KillRogPodcast.com. This week's weekly video playlist are all the best of digital tour bus. I have chosen two of them. 
One of them, uh, the ongoing concept and uh, Silent Planet, the video games, uh, was it video games on tour, which Josh was actually going to talk about later in this episode. Uh, that video I chose. I also chose the Phineas Bus Invaders and the rest of those videos that are on there with Pierce the Veil and many more amazing acts. Uh, Joshua chose, handpicked himself. So go to killrockpodcast.com or you could go to the Kill Rock Podcast YouTube channel that, yes, I said it once last week. I'm going to say it again. There will be original content on there soon. But for now, we love our weekly playlists. We have plenty of them. Best covers, uh, best, uh, our favorite YouTube channels, which Digital Tour Bus is one of them, and much more. Go check that out. Also, we want to plug our good friend Cam Smith from the band Hotel Books. Got a spread, not even an ad. Got an actual interview with Alternative Press Magazine. You can go check that out in the latest episode of AP Magazine. Uh, the front cover is Ronnie Radke from Falling in Reverse. Uh, Hotel Books is in the AP Recommend section. And uh, we're so proud of them. We're so happy for Hotel Books. If you guys haven't yet, go pre-order Run Wild, Young Beauty. It'll be in stores April 7th off In Vogue Records. Run Wild, Young Beauty. Now we're going to get to a jam. Joshua and I, we are going to talk quite a bit about this band in the next segment. And they also dropped some bombs on myself that I spread to you guys. They have some new stuff coming along. They're going to hit the United States pretty soon. Prepared like a bride. Off their album, Overcomer. This is Prepared Like a Bride with 2AM. I just want the sun to rise again. Because I'm sick, so sick of the night.
actually, I do have a gripe uh, with you, and uh, okay. it's no big deal. It's really no big deal. Um, when Prepared Like a Bride came out from Australia, uh, I was – and it, you know, it's not really a gripe with you. I'm kind of mad at myself about this. Uh, their first stop was in L.A., and I booked them. I talked to Ryan. I'm like, hey, let's talk. I'll be your first, first, first publication, anything in America. Yeah. And uh, and it was funny because they – well, tangent. They ended up going on tour with my really good friend Silent Planet, which uh, blew my mind that they actually met up with each other. Anyway, uh, so the day comes and they're on tour with uh, who Colossus and uh, Darkness, Darkness Divided. Divided. Yeah. And – I was like, dude, I can't make the show. I forgot what happened. Okay. Something came up and I couldn't make the show. Uh, eventually, a couple weeks later, they were going to end up coming back to California. That's why I brought up Silent Planet because that was the tour they came on. And yeah. I interviewed him and I said, am I the first one to interview in America? And he said, no, no, no. Uh, we had this digital tour bus guy in Chicago. And I'm like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And that's funny. Uh, it's 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 really funny because that they played at a local venue that because I live in the suburbs. They weren't in the city, okay. and I I tell every band that plays this venue this because it's fifteen twenty minutes away from my house. So every time there's a band playing at this venue, and I'm not at another shoot that day, even if I'm at a shoot that day, I could I could still make it to the show and, and do some interviews. I've done that multiple times. Um, but I, I, I request for every single band that plays this venue because it's so close. My costs are so low and I'm always looking for content that I'm, I want to expose people. I want to expose these bands that are developing right now because right. I listen to Pearl Lake Bright and I think they're awesome. They're amazing. Band. Um, and I know that with the right push, I mean, they're already, they already got a huge fan base in Australia. Yeah. Uh, with the right push here in America, they could do the same thing here and i want to be that first i want to be you know <laughs> yes it, like like look at if you go on my youtube channel and i'm going to plug it youtube.com uh backs backslash forward slash i think it's forward digital, slash uh forward slash digital tour bus okay yeah. um you'll see my top viewed videos are uh bands like sleeping with sirens memphis mini fire um pierce the veil uh Motionless and white Motion of White of Mice and Men, and all these videos were back from when no one gave a crap about them, um, which is awesome because I I wasn't the first. I can tell you that. I guarantee other people interviewed them before I did. But uh, I was one of the first video interviews for a lot of those bands. And plus the content's good. I like the content I got with those bands and too. You could, but you could totally say that about 21 Pilots now too, because before you, when you interviewed them, I, that had to have been before they were even on MTV, right? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. And funny thing about 21 Pilots is, is they, when I got that interview, I knew that they were going to explode. They had just gotten finished with that short uh, comeback follow boy run right. where they were, they were the only opener on those like theater shows for fall boy with fall boy never does theaters um and uh and so they were just gaining steam started getting some alternative radio play and uh and i'm like i told myself i gotta get them this time i'm not getting them next time it has to be this time they're in town and the funny thing is i got them that time and i've been i haven't been able to get them since (laughs) i've i've requested every single tour right uh to get them again but I, I can't lock them down. And I told, and, and that's, and, and it's 
that happened a few times. And one time I blew it. I, I had a shot to film a Imagine Dragons back in 2012. Uh, it was on, I believe, their one of their first or second or third U.S. tour. They, they were on a bill of four bands, and they were like second from the bottom of those bands. And they were playing to half full, you know, three to 500 capacity venues. There are nobodies. And I got offered them and I wasn't filming much at the time. And I was turning down everything. Uh, and I took a band called graffiti six instead of imagine dragons. Cause the shows, the publicist was the same. The shows are around the same time. I really liked graffiti six and I still do. Um, and that was probably a mistake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I would say so. <laughs> um, but, uh, if, if, if success says anything, it's not, he's the guy from the singer from graffiti six isn't, uh, in the public successful, but he writes like all of one direction songs. So he's obviously a successful guy. It just wasn't in his own music for his own band. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that was one of the ones that I turned down when, when they were first starting out, it wasn't really a turn down. It was like, I knew the publicist, they had said like, Hey, they're open to interviews. I never even submitted. Um, but I definitely would have gotten them, uh, because it was just, they probably weren't turned down any press at that point. Um, um, but yeah, it's, that's, that's what you need to, if you're a starting up internet outlet, if you're not national press, basically national press for listeners who don't know is, uh, newspapers, magazines, radio, television, that's it. Um, and so if you're not one of those or a website that gets, you know, million plus unique visitors every month, then you need to get a band before they break. Uh, if you don't, you're going to get them on their decline. <laughs> well, and, I, I'm, I'm glad that I got prepared like a bride second, at least. Because they'll, <laughs> they'll go to the digital tour bus and then they'll go to the Kill Rock podcast afterwards. <laughs> now, uh, we've done, we've had, I, I've been looking at your, um, your, your videos and either you've done quite a bit of my friends, friends bands that I've also had on the show or you've done bands that uh, I've had on my show or I did when I was working at IndieVision. Um, I'm going to ask you this question twice. First one will be the bands that we've both done and then in general, a generality. Who was your favorite band uh, you've interviewed that I've interviewed from Dayseeker, Silent Planet, uh, Colossus, Hotel Books, Phineas, uh, who else? Uh, oh Sleeper, Under Oath. Any of those bands, uh, which one was your favorite to do? Uh, I would say Phineas was probably my favorite. They're just fun dudes, yeah. honestly. And, uh, yeah, they just, they're great in front of the camera. Um, it's, it, and they had a really, really shitty van that they showed off and it was awesome. Um, so, so yeah, that, that kind of, the, the, out of those bands for sure. I haven't even, I haven't interviewed Silent Planet yet. You haven't um, interviewed Silent Planet? No, and, and what's weird about that one is um, whenever they're in town, I have another interview uh, that day. And so okay. I never I, – I, in action, and also, I think I tried getting them once. Maybe. I, I, I'm probably wrong. I'd have to go back to my emails. But they're on Tooth and Nail or Solid State, Solid right? Solid State, one, yeah. Solid State. Um, Solid State doesn't have an in-house PR contact. No. So um, if you want to get a hold of anyone at Solid State, you got to go through management right. or the band. and. I can't remember if they had a management contact listed or not, but um, I'm either I contacted management and they didn't respond, or something something along those lines. I've never been able to get them. Okay. Um, I'm sure I'll get them, you know, coming well, up. But 
but yeah, th- th- that that one just never happened yet. I'm sure it will. Um, they were on my new. S- no, 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 wait. Are they on it? Yeah, yeah there yeah, was yeah, the, the ongoing concept on, thing. Yeah, they're on the video games on tour series. That I do yeah. with the ongoing concept, which I love that series. Um, it makes perfect sense with the ongoing concept too. Oh yeah, and Dawson, <laughs> you know, we 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 became buddies after our first. Uh, Boston Vader shoot of their van. It was so unique and it was amazing. I loved it. And, uh, and we, and they cook in their trailers. So we filmed cooking at 65 miles per hour, two episodes of them. Um, and, and, and so we just kept in contact and he had told me that video games on tour was like a thing that they were planning. And I was like, that sounds awesome. I want, I want in, you let me in when you figure it out. Uh, and they, they put up the first episode online and I'm like, I, I, I uh, called Dawson. I'm like, Dawson, what you, you told me you're going to contact me about this. And he's like, oh, I really, uh, we're, we're, I just want to get it up. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I know you forgot. It's fine. Do you want to do it on Digital Tour Bus? And he goes, of course. And so we, we've just been uploading all the other, the newest episodes on the Digital Tour Bus. Um, after we did, we did some formatting stuff. Uh, I had a couple things I wanted to change and, uh, and uh, to improve everything. Um, but yeah, he's great. They they film everything. He's great at editing. He does all their music videos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, he's crazy good at everything when it comes to music and video and and anything artsy. And so so yeah, they're great. Uh, so Silent Planet was on there, um, but yeah, they haven't been on any other digital tour bus series yet. So uh, I'm hoping to have them soon. No, well, I love the guys in Phineas uh, grew like. Not, I didn't grow up with them, but we played a lot of shows together before they were signed to uh, Red Chord. And yeah. Sean's the biggest sweetheart in the world. Lee's the biggest sweetheart in the world, and so is Bryce. Um, yeah. And the ongoing concept, I think they're the band that gets brought up the most on this show. That's not thrice that we need <laughs> that I really need to get on this show soon. Oh yeah, they're great. I mean, they keep busy though. Those guys, yeah. man, they uh, they're all, since they do it all themselves. They he's they're either filming a music video or they're filming you know segments for either video games on tour or one of the other series that they do for their own YouTube channel, um, and they 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 just are always doing stuff and it's crazy awesome. And there's three brothers in that band, which yeah. is uh, amazing how they're still a band. <laughs> um, I don't think I could tour with my brother. Um, I didn't grow up alone. with my brother, and I still don't think I could. Uh, yeah, and let alone two brothers. Yeah. Like I don't even know how to handle each other, um, but. But yeah, that that band, uh, I think with their next album, they're gonna they're gonna do some cool stuff. I, I really hope that Solid State really pushes them um, with this next record because I think that they're probably one of the, one of the most, or if not the most, promising band that else that Solid State has right now. You really so, think so? I they, they're so unique, and that's okay. maybe the reason why Solid State hasn't pushed them as much as I as I think they should be pushed, but. Um, their music just touches a lot of different areas, different genres. It's crazy. Um, one second you'll, they sound like super folky. And then next second he's fucking screaming in your face. Yeah. Like, it's you like, know, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's really well-written music. Um, personally, I'm not a humongous fan of metal and, and like okay. anything with screaming, but, but I can definitely appreciate a good song whether I'm going to listen to it a hundred times, that's a different story. But, uh, but yeah, they, they just write solid music. Uh, that's no one else is writing like them. So, 
I think with the next record, and I've talked to Dawson a lot about the next record that I can't talk about right now, but um, they have a lot of cool stuff for the next record. Now, that's a cool thing that Solid State's doing, though, because I've had this conversation before. Uh, The bands that they're signing, none of them sound exactly alike, so it doesn't surprise me that you know, you find the ongoing concept their best band because I know a lot of people that will probably think Silent Planet was the best band. And for me personally, I think Wolves at the Gate is their best band. So they've got Fit for a King too, right? Fit for a King too, yeah. And they're they're amazing. They're the well. hottest band out of all of them. Oh, Fit for a King is definitely the hottest band they have. I think so. I know I, I know that Solid State is backing up uh bands uh a lot more than they're backing up other ones. But uh for me, the bands that aren't getting backed up I feel are probably the better bands. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I've never listened to Fit for a King, um, but I know they're on all Warped Tour last summer. They're on it and, again this year too. Yeah, were they announced? I, yeah, I can't even, a few weeks. Yeah, ago. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I post all the announcements. I just can't keep them <laughs> track of all of them. Well, there's like what sixty something bands already announced. Yeah, I don't even and, and I and I know the big ones. You know, right. I know like the headliners um, that have been announced. I I mean, obviously there was that leakage of the lineup, which I'm not. I'm not going to talk any shit about any particular sites, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't post about anything until it's confirmed. Um, and, uh, but if those leaks are true, there's a very solid lineup going out this year, no matter how much griping people have about Riff Raff, which <laughs> I mean, I haven't even heard of Riff Raff. I don't even understand but, where all this is coming from, but Riff Raff listened to his music. It's awesome. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's just fun, love, and good time music. Um, if you like super gangster rap, that isn't super gangster rap. Um, but and and that's and what's funny is I really I'm crossing my fingers. I know Memphis hasn't been announced for Warp Tour, but I think they're rumored uh, for this year. Um, but if they are on Warp Tour and they and they have and, and they have collaborated with Riff Raff for a song, I take credit for that personally because. <laughs> Um, in their pre-show rituals episode, they talked about Riff Raff and how much they love Riff Raff and how they make their stage uh, manager say a couple Riff Raff lines into their ear, ear in-ear monitors right before they take the stage every night. And they tweeted out the video saying, we love Riff Raff. And then Riff Raff responded saying, let's make a rock song. So if they do, Digital Tour Bus slash myself takes all of the credit. <laughs> Now, in general, what is – and you know what? Okay, if that happens – oh, God. You know, I I'm need, to, I need, to, I I need to listen to Riff Raff first before I get judged, though. I really do. Listen to – listen to – hold on, hold on. I mean, <laughs> you got to listen to – I'm typing in Riff Raff on YouTube. Listen to Tiptoeing in My Jordans, and it's spelled awesome. It's like – Jowdens is how it, it, the Jordans is spelled. But if you ter- search Riff Raff, that's the first one that comes up. And Dolce & Cabana is the second one. And yeah. he pronounces Dolce & Cabana wrong the entire song. It's awesome. Like, I love it. It's it's just so it's it's like it's like one of those guilty pleasures. It's like it's like uh, it's like Broken Side from back in the day, but like on a completely different on a complete, which which, by the way, they get so much crap, especially recently. But Michael specifically, the singer, the clean vocalist, right. is so nice. He's out. I mean, I've I've worked with them so many times over the past few years, and they've 
They, first of all, have always said yes to working with me. Second of all, have always promoted the content that I've released, which yeah, I can't say that about a yeah. 99.99999% of the bands that I work with. Right. Um, and so uh, I get that you can make fun of their music or not respect their music. That's, but when people like, I'm not completely defending them. There's been some sketchy shit, but, but Michael's really nice. That's all I'm really saying. And, and we, we both follow each other on, on social networks. I'm friends with him on Facebook and, uh, he follows digital tour bus on all the different stuff. And he's just generally a nice guy, you know? So uh, that's, that's the only thing I can back up with about, about broken side. So we won't, we won't trash. We won't, we won't trash talk broken side. Here. You could trash talk their music. I don't <laughs> care. Um, people have opinions. But yeah. And- you know, you can't judge a person. You can't judge a person by the band they're in, you know. No, I, I totally no, understand it, what you're saying. And when they were huge, their full length was called, I think it was called, I don't get it, but the kids seem to like it or something like that. And it was a quote from a venue owner that they heard because they had a sold out show that the venue owner wasn't expecting. And the kid, and he's like, I don't like the music, but the kids seem to like it. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of the perfect way to describe music if you just replace some of those words right i don't like it but other people seem to like it so it must have some appeal and that is the end of part one with joshua widling from digital tour bus talking about prepare like a bride talking about phineas even talking about riffraff and broken side thank you joshua for coming on the show we're gonna have part two released this thursday so stay tuned for that part two featuring Joshua Weidling from Digital Tour Bus. Now, we were talking about the ongoing concept, and I enjoy the ongoing concept. I actually did the album review for them at Indie Vision uh, last year. Actually, maybe the year before, uh, because I think the album came out in 2013, not 14. And just talking to Joshua about that, and talking to a lot of people about the solid state bands, it's kind of opened, uh, not necessarily opened my eyes, but it's kind of solidifying the idea that I have in my head that solid state isn't just reaching out to necessarily one segment of fans anymore. They have bands. I mean, they've, they've always had bands uh, of different styles, but for some reason, it kind of seemed like all those bands sort of kind of blended in together. Nowadays, with Solid State Records, you have Silent Planet, you have Fit for a King. You, those are like the two top bands. But you also have Wolves at the Gate. You also have the ongoing concept, Forevermore. All these bands, different genres within the metal genre, which, you know, doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. And it's kind of created an idea in my mind that, yes, the whole music industry in general has their fair share of different artists that people kind of flock to. Why not with Solid State? So I want you guys to let me know who is the best band on Solid State Records. Go check out their roster as of right now. And let us know. You can email myself at Keith at KillRockPodcast.com or you can email us at Kill.Rock.Podcast at gmail.com and maybe in a couple weeks I'll get a panel on this show that like 
one band from Solid State Records, and we'll have a great debate. Who is the best band on Solid State Records? Now, whether this comes to fruition, I don't know. But we're going to try our best to do something like that. Maybe we'll get Brody Barber back on the show. He was a great uh, panelist here on the Kill Rock podcast, talking about his album reviews for Silent Planet and Fit for a King. Maybe he could decide who his favorite band is. You guys know my favorite band on Solid State is Wolves at the Gate. And, you know, but I mean, all the bands are great. I think that's one thing about music being subjective, that you could have a favorite band, but you could also appreciate and like the other bands. You know, it's kind of a random idea, but whatever. So email myself, Keith at killrockpodcast.com. Also, kill.rock.podcast at gmail.com, whichever is easiest for you. You could email those two places. You could also go to our about section at killrockpodcast.com. You could reach us there as well. Thank you guys for joining us. Go check out audibletrial.com slash killrock forward slash killrock. That is go pick up Shawn Michaels wrestling for my life. I just picked it up on audio audiobook. Um, it's a great, great listen. <laughs> Funny. A lot of people say that's a great read. Ooh, it's a great read. I love that Shawn Michaels. Well, myself, I love Shawn Michaels. And you guys know how crazy I am about pro wrestling. WrestleMania just happened. Shawn Michaels showed up and sweet chinned music sting. Ow! What amazing match. It, it was great. I watched the match with Brianna, and I'm sorry to go on this tangent. I should be closing out the show, but I think this is just great. Uh, I showed Brianna uh, some of the matches uh, throughout WrestleMania 31, not just WrestleMania, WrestleMania 31. And um, I showed her the title match, which she saw Seth Rollins cashing in the money in the bank. And, uh, and, and I'll tell you, she doesn't follow pro wrestling at all. She only watches it with me. She loves it, but she just doesn't have the time to be able to watch it. She does watch Total Divas, though. That's weird. Anyways, um, yeah, so I showed her the title match. She saw the swerve. Uh, I showed her the end of Rollins versus Orton, which the best RKO out of nowhere. Off the curb stomp, Randy just used Seth's momentum. Picked him up in the air with his back. RKO'd him. The best one, uh, other than Evan Bourne doing the, uh, doing the, uh, what he calls the airborne, what we call the shooting star press or something like that. Uh, that was an amazing one, but the one on Seth Rollins, probably the best one at WrestleMania. Uh, and, she liked both those matches. She thought they were great. She thought Brock be beating the crap out of Roman Reigns was probably the best thing ever. Uh, but one match, and she told me yesterday, she still can't stop thinking about it. She is obsessed with this match. The Triple H versus Sting match. She loved it. She loved and marked out for all the older guys coming out, the NWO into Generation X, she marked out for the old school pro wrestling that Triple H and Sting performed, and she freaking screamed at every false finish, and she died when Shawn Michaels showed up. Sweet chinned music, Sting. Music, Sting, however you say that. Super kicked him right in the jaw. Uh, she just can't stop thinking about it and 
why did I talk about this tangent? Because it was just amazing. Uh, it was a great WrestleMania. I'll say that. Uh, but yeah, Shawn Michaels, that's what. Shawn Michaels, Wrestling for My Life. Go get your free audiobook download and 30-day trial and pick up Wrestling for My Life by Shawn Michaels. Thank you guys for joining us for episode 43 of the Kill Rock Podcast with Joshua Weidling from Digital Tour Bus. Episode 44, part two with Joshua will be online Thursday. Thank you guys for joining us. We're going to close you out with a nice, nice soft jam. From our friends in Talking Trees, you can check out this song off the Bad Christian compilation album, The Lineup. This is Weary Eyes. Thank you guys for joining us, the Kill Rock Podcast. We'll see you Thursday for part two with Joshua Weidling from Digital Tour Bus here at the Kill Rock Podcast. Oh, 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 oh.